is uh, a pleasure and an honor to have us joining us in the studio, the acclaimed mayor of Tiny Township and our warden for Simcoe County. We say hello to Warden uh, George Cornell. Great to have you in the studio, George. Thank you very much, John, and good morning to you and your listeners. Congratulations on uh, certainly being acclaimed as mayor of Tiny, uh, your, your second term there. Correct. And uh, congratulations on becoming warden of uh, Simcoe County. Did you expect this to happen in your political career? (laughs) Uh, Honestly, no. I I didn't expect it at all. Uh, It's an honor to have been elected by your peers as the warden. I'm humbled. In a sense, uh, and, uh, and but at the same time, very much appreciate the opportunity and looking forward to it. Just to explain for some folks, because some, some don't know, the uh, Simcoe County is made up of uh, you, the warden, and the councillors around the table, all, all mayors and deputy mayors from the uh, participating communities. Correct. The uh, county of Simcoe is made up of 16 member municipalities. And the mayors and the deputy mayors that are, elect, are elected in those respective municipalities then become county council. County council then elects at our inaugural meeting, which was December the 11th last year, elects a warden and a deputy warden from amongst their membership. And you control a considerable amount of residents' taxed uh, budget. We certainly do. Um, we uh, we actually just had, uh, where are we today? On Tuesday, we had our first meeting with the new council with mm-hmm. respect to the budget. And uh, the budget is about $550 million uh, for 2019. We had a, a very uh, collaborative, productive discussion. And out of that discussion uh, at the committee of the whole, which was the... Uh, the meeting that we had our discussion with regards to the budget, we have now recommended that budget to uh, County Council, which will review the budget on January 22nd, and that, uh, if all goes well, will be approved at that uh, Council meeting on the 22nd. How bumpy is is that kind of thing, or is it one of these things that everybody's already put their information in and their input has been in, the staff has come back with the budget, the committee looks good, everyone kind of knows what's coming, there's not many surprises, or are there people waiting to go, wait a minute? Uh, I would suggest a bit of both. Um, we had 15 new members of county council uh, this term. Uh, so for them, it was a, a brand new experience. Right. They would have had the budget in advance, and sure. they had the opportunity over the holidays to review the budget. But they weren't around the table comment. looking at it. Correct. Right? They weren't around the table looking at it. Uh, we had a budget meeting back in uh, early uh, December, but they wouldn't have been at the table at that point. They certainly, certainly were able to sit as a member of the public and observe. Uh, so this was their first opportunity to speak up, and, and one never knows what uh, they might identify as some key uh, important issues for them, and they want a little further explanation of what that issue is all about and perhaps why we're spending that kind of money. We also then have the uh, the returning members of county council that have had the time to uh, be familiar with the issues, been around the table, had a chance to look at the uh, the items in the budget and, uh, and provide their input. Uh, so this particular session, uh, as I say, I think uh, I found that we were all on the same page. With, uh, it was pretty collaborative. There was some discussion about a couple mm-hmm. of items, but nothing really contentious. And, uh, and I thought staff did an excellent job in terms of presenting their respective departments, uh, identifying what the service levels and the services are that we provide to the county. Because especially with new members of council like we had and the number of new members, I think I look at the budget process as an opportunity for those members to better understand the services and the level of services that we provide to our residents in the county. So it's an educational opportunity, and I, as I say, I thought our staff did an excellent job of how they presented it and handling the questions that came from the floor. 
It's going to be an interesting year for Collingwood and the surrounding area 2019 because there's a number of big projects that the county is going through that are are being based here or now being targeted here. Uh, <coughs> talking about uh, back in 2018, the, the Lynx Transit System. Uh, there's going to be some big upgrades coming uh, 2019 our way. Absolutely. Um, we're very excited about the Lynx Transit. As you point out, we started it last year. Uh, the uh, first route that uh, we did was Penetang, Wachina to Barrie. And now our focus is going to be Collingwood, Wasega Beach, and Clearview. Um, a couple of things that uh, we have in our draft budget that is a, we already talked about. It needs to be approved finally by County Council, but the recommendation is there'll be $4 million to add two new routes in 2019. The one route being from Collingwood to Barrie, and that'll service Wasega Beach, Clearview, and also touching an Angus en route to Barrie. We'll be adding a second route, which will uh, move residents from Aurelia to Barrie with stops along the way. Um, so we anticipate that the launch of those routes will take place late summer, early fall of this year. Uh, as I mentioned, the money is in the budget. We were very, uh, very excited that uh, on Tuesday, actually, as we were discussing the budget, news came down from the province with regards to the provincial gas tax mm-hmm. funding, and those funds will go towards our transit program. We had estimated about 550000 We were fortunate after the province looked at things that we were able to achieve close to nine or receive close to $900,000. Um, just so we're clear, the Lynx is an intermunicipal uh, bus service, so it moves people from municipality to municipality, and it helps get uh, our residents to um, you know key service hubs in in Barrie, such as our healthcare centers, hospitals uh, for employment, and to uh, education centers. And linking up to the hubs that uh, hopefully the communities themselves are putting together. I know that certainly we've got uh, some successes. We we're just talking to Andrew Seward from Blue Mountain Village. The the Blue Mountain bus service to Collingwood is being is being uh, doing very well. Uh, as is the link from Collingwood to Osaka Beach. So this could tie it all in together. Exactly, and I think you'll see that the this provides an incentive for municipalities to help move their residents within the municipality. Mm. To your point, exactly to get them to the Link's bus stops. I know in the township of Tiny, that's something we're very focused on. How do we help our residents now get access to this uh, intermunicipal uh, bus service? Now I know back in 2018, uh, the you know getting the bus route to Collingwood was was on the table and, and slated. Um, are we doing this because the success of Penetang to Midland to you know Penetang Midland to Barry is it going so well that we're going? Yeah, we should continue, or or, or does it even matter? Uh, well, I think it matters. Uh, certainly, we had an overall strategy in right. terms of our Lynx Transit system, and that included multiple routes. The first one being the uh, Penetanguishing Midland to Barrie, and the next two that we're talking about in 2019 were the scheduled rollout with regards to the strategy. But certainly through our process, we have assessed the performance of the uh, of the first route, and and the feedback that we've gotten from our ridership is is extremely positive. Uh, we've exceeded our estimated targets in terms of ridership by about 25. Well, percent That's good news. It's excellent news. So uh, the response from the public, and uh, as we often say, that a number of members of staff and council have taken the opportunity to jump on the buses themselves. Uh, I personally have not, but that's certainly one of the high priorities for me to get on the bus and experience uh, the service and hear from the ridership themselves directly. But yeah, our experience to date has been very positive and that encourages us to continue with the rollout as we go forward. The other big investment, of course, the county is doing here in Collingwood is the uh, affordable housing project. Uh, We've been after this for a long, long time. It's nice to see the buildings going up and uh, occupancy is just around the corner. Absolutely. No, a very exciting project for Collingwood. Um, the first building uh, we should be uh, is very close to completion. We're looking for occupancy in March. Uh, the first building is focused on family and adult adult housing. 
and we expect the second building, which will focus on seniors, will be completed by late June. Um, it is exciting. It's the largest housing development for the county in both units created and dollars spent. So in total, there'll be 147 units available, and that will be comprised of the 55-unit building for families and adults and a 92-unit building for seniors. At a total cost of approximately $40 million, and $22 million of that has come directly from the county, and the remaining funds have been provided through the province and the federal government and other service partners. And and must say that the town of Collingwood has really been a, a very, very strong partner in this whole process. So exciting on both fronts. A couple of things that uh, are a little unique with this development, it's our first mixed-use site. So we've uh, combined commercial office space on the lower level, and then we also will provide space for community service partners that Mm. uh, will occupy the space. And in our minds, um, this sets the model or the standard for our new builds because we have some future builds that are already in the works, and those are in Wasega Beach, Victoria Harbor, and uh, and will re- re- reflect other strategic infrastructure projects in the uh, county. Not all of the builds will be to the same magnitude as the right. one here in Collingwood. Um, and this is all part of a 10-year affordable housing strategy that the county has put together. And part of that strategy is a target of 2,685 new units between 2014 and 24. And at the end of last year, 2018, we were about 1,200 units that uh, we, we had up and running. So 147 new units will be significant. Um, just for the, the folks that are listening, rental applications for the Collingwood build are now open for the senior units, and information is available on www.simco.ca. Now, I so there is space. Sorry, I was going to say there is yeah. space, but it's filling up it's filling fast. And I understand, too, that the application process, um, perhaps for some seniors, could be a bit challenging. It's it's thick, but there's lots of support uh, out there for people who, who are, you know, gee, I'd like to get in, but I don't understand what I'm reading online or, or I'm, I'm a bit nervous about filling up this application. Correct. Absolutely. There's uh, lots of uh, support and resources available through the county. So either uh, through the website, you'll be able to access that or by uh, picking up the phone and calling our customer service, you'll be directed and supported accordingly. Uh, we've been yakking about uh, the, some of the things that are on my mind. What uh, You're the new warden. You, you've got a whole year ahead of you. What are some of the things that, uh, that are going to be your hot buttons for 2019? Um, a couple of things. Um, we have um, looked at some priorities, if you will, for 2019. And, and I just want to maybe preface this by, while I have uh, yep, some hot buttons, as you point them out, and some interest, uh, at the end of the day, this is a county council decision. Right. And it's my job to, uh, to respect what county council decides on it, to champion that to the best of my abilities. And we chat a little bit about me being new in the role, and that's a big part of the excitement for me is my ability now to to work with other levels of government uh, government and other partners to uh, help advance uh, the priorities of council for the county of Simcoe in the best interest and provide better services to our residents. So following up on that, um, we're looking at some key investments in road and infrastructure. That's something that uh, is an annual project and program for us. And we're looking to spend about $69 million in 2019. And uh, just for your listeners, that will include the completion of work along Highway 90, as well as a number of other road, uh, bridge, and intersection projects. Uh, Another big uh, spend for us this year and a priority for us is our paramedic services. Mm. So we'll spend about $73 million uh, enhancing those services and providing those services. And that will include uh, an emergency services hub in Barrie and addition of more paramedics to respond to an increasing number of 911 calls. So uh, we've seen a trend where our 911 calls are increasing about 5 to 5.5% on an annual basis. So we're prepared to uh, respond to that and recognize that we need to do that in order to provide the service. Fantastic. And the response, 
Another important uh, personal objective, and I, I did spend some time uh, in my past term at County Council as the chair of our Economic Development Subcommittee and uh, also up in North Simcoe working with the Economic, economic Development uh, Corporation. So a big part of what we want to do is support our economic development and tourism in the county. Um, one of those aspects is SWIFT, which you may or may not have heard of, and that's the Southwestern in, uh, Integrated Fiber Technology. So basically what we're looking at doing through the Western Ontario Wardens Caucus uh, and funding from, again, the province and the feds is to uh, provide more accessible and affordable high-speed broadband or Internet for our residents throughout the county. Uh, looking to attract businesses and create new jobs, uh, the county is home to 16,000 businesses employing approximately 230,000 people. So we uh, uh-huh. we have a, a huge uh, interest and investment there, and we want to uh, do what we can to support the existing businesses and attract new businesses. And along the line, along the same lines, is investing in our tourism. It's about a billion dollar interest industry for the county. Uh, we're the fourth most visited destination in Ontario. So uh, huge opportunity again, and look to uh, improve on that and build on those successes. I think we should be third next. There you go. I, <laughs> I like your thinking. I like your thinking. Uh, Warden, it's been a pleasure to meet you. Thank you so much uh, for joining us, uh, Warden George Cornell. Thank you for being here on Talk of the Town. We look forward to many of the, more of these discussions. And I do as well, and I thank you very much for the opportunity.